Hi and welcome to another episode of One and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Good afternoon. Awesome mate. Thomas, you look like you've just finished another recruit training, mate. How was that for you? <laughs> exhausting. It was exhausting this time. Exhausting. Um, some good people in there, but some people, they really take a lot of energy uh, of you, you know? What's yeah. the most exhausting bit, them taking energy or you having to give it? No, it's... Um, <clears throat> hmm. Good question. You can stop taking the energy, but you, you, you want them to get value out of the three days you want them to really walk away with one single thought i can do this mm. and it's so so hard because the ones that you know they're going to do it and they know they're going to do it it's easy you, you don't lose energy with them it's, mm. it's the ones that um and i i really have that commitment of making sure everyone walks away with something and so that's so so hard do you mm. think you're in control of whether someone takes your energy or not yeah, you can be in control because I can chuck them out, but I, that's not the uh, the purpose. The purpose is really whether they fail, they're going to do well, or whether they never see you again. You just want to make sure you give the best of yourself in those three days. Once you have done it, then there's no regret on your side because you've done it. Mm, yeah. You've had a lot of recruit training days. I mean, hundreds and hundreds. Thousands. Well, yeah, thousands. I don't know how many you've done, right? Probably more than I've had hot dinners. But um, do you still get... No chance, mate. No chance. <laughs> I walked into that one. When you, have a hot dinner for, when you have a hot dinner for breakfast, lunch and dinner, and then for morning tea, you have a hot dinner. Shut up. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll pick another analogy. Anyway, do you still get surprised? Like, are you, are you still surprised sometimes and... Um, or is it you fairly well expected the same thing most times, Thomas? You... No, no, no. I'm surprised every single time. Mm. That's 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 why I, I reckon that's why you keep on doing them because you 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 want to be surprised, but also you you're looking for that surprise. Mm. So I'm almost like a sniffing dog as soon as the recruit training starts because I'm I'm actually hunting for that surprise. Right? Mm. It's like um you you're going for that uh, truffle. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. And then, and then very quickly you get one, but then my mind is into, oh, there has to be a better one. And, and then you keep on going. And, and when you see one person, for example, who on day one is like this and you're going home, you're thinking, how am I going to get that person out? And then on day three, they totally explode. And you realize, oh, wow, have a look at this. Oh man, it's, it's magnificent. Mm. It's the best feel because you go, you were you were part of that unblocking, if you will, you know, and, and I think that there's nothing better than unleashing human potential. Mm, mm. What about the opposite, Thomas? What about when someone doesn't unlock and you get to day three and go? Well, it, it's then it's a game on me because it, it, it's really saying to me, I still haven't uncovered the, 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 the way of doing it. And so whichever way it's going, I, I still find that positive energy or, or that positive surprise because there's nothing worse if you're playing against, let's say, a very good player in tennis and you never win, but you can see yourself improve. 
but you, you never win. Mm. So that, that is a plus. Then also, when, when you play a tough game and then you win on, in the last set, it's also a tough one, you know? Mm. I think it's really a mindset, which whichever, I believe that anyone who is in that room wants to improve already. Whether they can or not, it's a different thing. So the, the want is there, but sometimes the desire doesn't match their ability. Mm. But yeah. if you can still get them to walk away with one win, no matter what, phew, it's a win. And, and that's why um, I, I think I, I've learned so much about people that way, just through recruit trading. People don't understand that they think recruit trading, oh, well, you go through. No, because if you go, walk in with both of those mindsets, your, your understanding of human psychology just improves every single time. Mm -hmm. Do you spot it? straight away thomas like can you say on day one for example like you always ring the leaders after the recruit and give your feedback yeah. is it something that you can see in someone straight away on day one like do you have a gut instinct or do you have a yeah. like a connection that you know that person's going to be great or is it something that you can't work no, you, you can you can listen the, the great people you see them straight away the great people you actually see them within five minutes of them introducing themselves to the group you, you, yeah you wow yeah then the they those ones don't really wow me that much because they they they're already there you know the the ones that wow me is there's a guy for example from uh, Stephen's office day one turns up late didn't even know he had to be there and and I'm thinking mate did you know did you not know and were you only told last minute or so you don't ask too many questions and then he's shy and he looks at you and the way he smiles you're going man I don't know this one is a wuss. You know, and uh, you keep on going with the guy. But then when you see what he's doing on day three, like today, that's when you go, oh, wow. I mean, what is this? And at the end, I, I love asking at the end of recruit training, what, what did you guys get? And that young chap, his name is Liam. He, he gave a, uh, something today that really wowed everyone. He said, you know, I, I've realized that I don't have to be um, a Thomas, I just have to be the best version of myself. Mm, wow. Oh man, this is just crazy. If in three days you made that realization, you're, you're fine. Yeah. And I think that that's when you know that you've taken a, a, a chunk of coal and you turn into a diamond. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's right. Enough attention what, on Thomas. What's the what's the good news? Uh, what's the uh, good news about? I warn first. Warn then news. All right, all right, all right. So let's start with. Uh, we all need a drink, clearly. Let's start with your wine and Cam. Well, it's a big week this week, isn't it? Well, what's what is what what determines? Is it um? Are you and is Thomas and Chris safe or or what happens? Is well, no, we'll see if you well, come last. I've won twice. twice. I've won twice, and Chris won one. Nine of you have won. Therefore, it makes Chris safe. If if all of you have won one, then or yeah, yeah then Chris was in trouble. Out of I, us today, there's only, there's only going to be one person leaving potentially Lou without a win ever. Yeah. Okay. Or a loss. So, so let's start. Let's start with who, who's won, Lou. No, Cam's. You said Cam, so let's oh, go. I was just explaining the rules to Louise. She's been here for three months, but she still doesn't know the rules. So I was just explaining. Oh, if well, you lose, well. it's your share. Yeah, I know that part. If I, I lose, it's my share. I know that part. And, and you have to shut it. It can't be a bottle that we've drank, yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah. And if oh, asked me about $300. Yeah. 
<laughs> what? I did notice that she's buying a whole case for 170, so that must be quality one. I don't know. It's 196, and it's the same bottle that Thomas bought last week, so he would have paid the same price. Yeah, but he bought it at the right time. He didn't have to copy. All right, I'll go. Uh, well, I actually bought it first. Under pressure. This is a Syrah, otherwise known as Shiraz, from the uh, Clarendon Hills in South Australia, Bluett Springs. It's a 2016 Leandra. Um, and as I blew up last week, the competition's flawed because we're not picking wines based on taste. We're just picking wines because of the rating. So that will have to change after today. But I think you're in trouble, Lou. That's all I can say. Nothing's going to save you. Good luck. All right, we'll see, we'll see. Chris. I've got um, an Italian wine. It's uh, from the province of, of Apulia, which is basically the heel of the boot. So if you go south um, and it's on the inside coast, it's um, called um, Collezione Quintanta, which is means 50 collection. Um, the history on it's actually really good. This is a Every dead Italian just rolled over in their grave at your pronunciation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is this is a 2012. It was the last vintage of the 50 that they released. So they started in 1962, and they only going to do 20 vintage, uh, 50 vintages. Um, and it started with 19 vine growers because in Italy they grow their grapes in a co-op. So you grow your grapes comes to the co-op. So they decided to take their best grapes of each um, co-op uh, of each sorry farm and uh, make this wine on a traditional method. Um, the, the, the grapes are called a Primitivo and a Negararoma, which is a, a Amaro, sorry, which is a, a primitive, it's called a primitive grape, so it must be an older version of a grape. And um, the other one is called a Black Bitter grape. They use a direct translation. So um, it should be quite a strong tasting wine. I hope you did as much research on the topic as you did your wine. I was wine, just mate. about to say, you're going to make you me better go this week. It's not like you. So, I, I do research and you have something to say. I don't do research and you have something to say. I have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was actually fun looking it up to, to see where it was, you know, where it was made, how it's made, all that sort of stuff. So it's good. So, loser, I meant Lou. Oh, right. No, I go I'll go first. I'll go first because it's your bottle and, and, and lose. So well, I said loser and I thought you'd pipe up, but you didn't. No, no, it would be me. Oh. Would be me. Uh, mine is oh. Kellermeister, Wild Witch. I I actually found out afterwards that the Shiraz Barossa 2019 won the London wine competition in 2019. It's like Wow. And, and the well, London wine competition values your wine or rates your wine based on the quality of the wine, the value of the wine and how it's packaged. And um, usually uh, that's a South Australian wine, South Australian company that started in 1976. And usually as soon as you win that, your, your company just goes straight away everywhere in supermarket because the London wine competition is pretty important. Wow. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to tasting it. I didn't know. Yeah, very good. Well, I have a bottle which was quite impressive when I found it. So it's called the Siege. So the Siege is by the group. So it's a 2019 McLaren Vale Shiraz. So it's a result of a unique co collaboration of growers um, in, in a certain area. 
So um, through partnership, they bring together the wines of some of Australia's <laughs> finest growers and their families. And yeah, label, it's a limited release. It's a limited release. So um, only forty thousand bottles, mate. Hey, only forty thousand bottles, mate. How do you know that? I'm joking. Forty thousand is a lot of wine. I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> don't, don't screw me up here on my research. No, but um, no, but look again. The guy. I have to give a shout out. I, I did tell him to to tune in today. So Aaron from Liquorland at Foster in Stockland. If you're watching, thank you a million. He was amazing. The most helpful guy I've ever had. He actually came from a um, bottle down at Avalon. So, um, so really, really helpful. So for our next competition, he says, you will not lose. I will make sure. Well, this competition here, uh, by the end of this session, we will know who's lost. Okay. Yes. And so, so what year was your wine again, Ken? Uh, 16. 16 and, and what is it? 19, yours. Mine's 19. Yeah. Is that opened already, Lou? Yes, because it was wax sealed. And it had a cork, right. Okay. And it had a cork, so I made sure I didn't it. look open. Yeah, I didn't do the rookie error like I did last time and forget the corkscrew. All right, people. Cheers. Cheers. Another good week. Very wet. Three Shirazes. Three Shirazes and whatever yeah. this is. How about it? Yeah. Mine's, mine's right. horrible, so... <laughs> um, oh, that's good. I'm glad we're not voting on taste. Ooh. That's probably the 14 Jack Daniels cam that you've already had. Celebrate. To celebrate, are you going to tell us all your news? No, that's all right. Make something stay private. Fair enough. All right. So what's what's the uh, what's the news around the world? What what have we got this week, guys? Anything? I saw it was a pretty quiet news week. It was the same stuff regurgitated. When's the election getting announced? Oh, who cares? They're ramping up. Ah, well, I care. It's going to kill the real estate market. It's going to change lots of things oh be this week i reckon one bit of news i've seen is ash barty entered herself into a golf competition did you well, guys that's nothing to do with the election but thank you well <laughs> i wanted to talk about it obviously because we all sat in silence but um she won the tournament she won 30 bucks how good is that she's won 30 million in her in her um tennis career and she won this tournament won 30 bucks but maybe maybe that's her angle maybe that's where she's going all right Good story. Okay. Any other good news? Besides uh, probably a lot of uh, rate rise now that it's trying to scare people. Mm. A lot of talk, a lot of talk. Why don't we have a real estate discussion for five seconds? We're real estate agents for God's sake. Some of us are, why don't we? Where's it at at the moment? Where's it going? <clears throat> we, well, all know, we all know, whenever the news comes out and say, you know, the prices start to go south, we in real estate with the forefront so we know exactly what it's been doing whenever it's an election year whenever they talk about interest rates we know i mean we've already seen changes i think by the end of last year we started to see days on market blowout you know the supply and demand leveled itself in my area particularly it was off the richter scale most of last year there was you know 10 listings in an area which would normally have 400 you know it was ridiculous um i'm hearing agents still run around and telling people the market's going up and they'll be able to get them massive prices and they question me when i say well i don't know so yeah. who's running around doing that and is that the truth maybe maybe the market is still going up maybe we're all idiots definitely not all idiots definitely on I the think, i think the areas are dependent down south i mean we, we've still got a bit of uh stock shortages some suburbs are still screaming out for more listings and then there's some suburbs that quite a few listings have come on so 
Um, but we, you know, we're still seeing 20, 30 people through open homes when we would have seen 10 generally. So the interest is still there in a lot of the properties um, yeah. and the markets are holding strong. However, that's probably caused a lot of the uh, suburbs closer to the city and so forth to become quite unattainable. So people have had to move out sort of a little bit further west that were spending two mil, 1.5, coming out and seeing good value out this way. So, yeah. Uh, the very well, bottom yeah, this, of the this week, I think this week the, the, uh, the subject's pretty big. I think we might want to get into our subject, guys. It's huge. Yeah. It, uh, again, thanks again to uh, Lou. I'm not going to thank the two boys, uh, may, maybe Chris a little bit, but uh, Lou, another great subject you came up with. Um, uh, I do. So you did nothing. That's the thing. Yeah, so yeah, sometimes silence is best, isn't it? Yeah, I know. So let, let, let's have a look. Maybe we should start rating it on wine and on people that contribute. the keys of negotiation. Absolutely. Use it a bit right. more, Ken. So uh, what was the uh, subject this week? I think uh, the subject was knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to your 18-year-old self? And um, I just sort of, you know, I know that's been out there and said many times, but when we were talking about subjects, it was the first thing that came to my mind because I thought to myself, you know, truly, what do we go through these days um, or thinking back in the past that we sort of just shake our heads at now and think, wow. And I mean, we've all got kids. Like I know my kids are that age and a little bit older and Cam, yours are getting there and Thomas's kids are over and under that. And Chris, yours are too. So I think it's important that we reflect back sometimes and give some advice where we can. Well, how are we going to do this? Uh, we're going to all share. We're going to all go one by one. What are we doing? Um, so well, we just clarify that one piece of advice each. Yes. We, I just we just clarify first off that we would have all told our younger selves buy Bitcoin, buy Microsoft shares. Uh, you know, uh, Elon Musk knows what he's talking about. Buy his stocks. So we all know we all would have given our younger selves that advice. Um, Mate, but, back when you were 18, they were still dealing in gold and silver, so you wouldn't have really had how to tell you yeah. how to get Bitcoin. And, would, yeah. and the steam train come every weekend. Um, <laughs> so my first piece of advice is um, everything you are is good enough to be great. So you can, you know, you are awesome. Yeah. So just first first and foremost, believe that. Mm. That would have been my my first piece of I've got a shitload too. I've got mean, Two pages of stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a long conversation, but yeah, that'd be the first piece of advice. Yeah. What are you basing it off? You're basing it off where you. My list is based on where I was at at 18. Did we look back at where we were at when we we're 18 years old? Yeah. No, 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 no. I think I think if knowing what you know now, what would you give? What advice would you give to yourself? It doesn't matter whether it's you or. Or to an 18 year old, I think it's 18 year old sell. Oh, my it, list is about I, I, I think that eight, most 18 year old wouldn't listen anyway. Yeah. So so I don't know whether this session really was worth worthwhile. I, I was thinking <laughs> about that afterwards, but maybe it's useless kind of situation. <laughs> waste of time. <laughs> yeah. No, but so I what, think. What was yours, Lou? Oh, I had probably twice as long a list as um, Chris as well. Um, and I looked at it from probably this perspective of what advice would I have given myself, what I know now, but in general to everybody that's at that age. And I think, you know, the, the important thing is um, failure is almost always a gift. There's always a lesson in, in, you know, don't ever judge yourself from at least you had the guts to start something. Even if you did fail, there's always a lesson. Don't Quitting is not giving up. Um, don't sweat the small stuff. 
you know, um, trust your gut. A, a lot of a lot of those things. I, I think. Well, if hold, you, on, hold on, it's one. You're doing oh, two. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I use too many words, Lou. <laughs> no, can't see that. So uh, I think that uh, commenting on yours, uh, it's not just about uh, failing. I think it's we we, we need to really uh, embrace failure. Yeah. I think the when you're 18, and I keep on telling my love my uh, to to my children, when you're this young stuff up stumble because what's the worst that can happen you still have a roof you still have mom and dad around yeah. later on when you have your own children when you're you're much older failure is different level failure mm. is has different cost you know right. so you just have to be careful and and so embrace risk and um and sometimes maybe maybe looking at a failure you should look at it as surprise mm. because if you get a lesson out of failure, it's a surprise. You can do something else with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's raining, it's raining harder than Russian missiles here. <laughs> it is. Mate, don't, worry. don't worry about it, mate. The house oh, is <laughs> I'm a bit worried. I've just sold the joint. I think we got a problem. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Cloud, Cameron. Seriously. I'm serious, mate. I'm so I've got heaps. Some of them are serious. Some aren't so serious. But you guys have just two things you guys have just mentioned that I'd like to tell my 18 year old self. Lou, you mentioned kids. I'd like to tell my 18 year old self to stop at two. Um, <laughs> stop at two, like I tell everybody. One is two, two is 10, three is broke. Stop at two. Um, and then another thing which hurts me to say, but maybe your parents know more than you. Yeah, big one, big one. Maybe, just maybe there's people that have been on the earth longer than you that may know more than you. As stupid as their ideas sound, potentially they maybe know more than you. Know something, exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, we've all been there. We've all been in that position where we've, had people around us giving us advice and at 18 you can't be told anything you know everything especially by your parents though. absolutely absolutely and yeah. thomas says you know stuff up now because the consequences aren't so bad i think thomas by 18 it's too late mate because you're treated like an adult in this country so yeah. some of those consequences are yeah, but you can't work you can't go out in the business world and 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 really take real risk where you can really lose Mm -hmm. uh, but I think once you're 18, you can really lose. That's the thing, depending on what risks you're taking and what decisions you're making, you know. Oh, that's, um, that's the thing, isn't it? Uh, you know, taking the risks I put in here, take, you know, take risks, take big risks, but surround yourself with the right people that can help you to achieve. So okay. it's okay to take risks. I think risk, we, we were, I know that most of us are thinking straight away financially a whole lot, but falling in love is take a risk. So, so we got, we're going to have to really understand this, you know, that, yeah. so when you're 18, falling in love, uh, moving out with someone so that you can see whether it is the right kind of chemistry, that's a risk. Yeah, yeah. So, so don't just think taking a risk, meaning now I have to go out and become a businessman. No, good enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Surrounding yourself by the right people doesn't necessarily just mean business. Yeah. It can mean relationship advice. It can be lots of things, lots of yeah. things. So. Um, well, that was one of the things. But off the back of yours, came with parents. Absolutely. Listen to your parents. I, I, I added something. Um, get to know them a bit better. 
because some one day you won't be able to. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't listen to my father. He didn't know jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> but to get to know said, this story, my dad had a very... Maybe your parents know more than you, because some don't, right? It's not it's a. That's true. Right, that's seriously, true. that's true. No, it's not true. That that was. I I wish I listened to him a little bit more about taking risks because um I didn't take enough. Yeah. I had mine. Mine is, you may not grow old. So yeah. I think that what you need to do is to make sure to tell your loved ones that you love them as often as you can. Yeah. You know, I think that all, all of us, when we're 18, we think we're going to grow very old. We think that there's so many more days ahead of us. Mm. And when you turn around and, uh, and you see that you can just disappear this way or they can disappear too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We're all going to die. It, we are all going to die. And I think, but it's funny, you know, because I think growing old is a privilege that's denied to many. And, and, at 18, you think you're invincible, you're going to live forever. But then I see people necessarily our age or thereabouts and they whinge about getting old. Oh, I don't want to get old. I'm turning 50 or 60 or whatever the age. And I think to myself, man, at the end of the day, that's a privilege. Some people don't even make it to 30 or 40 or 50. I can't wait to get old, you know. Um, I think that's a... That's a, a presumptuous, isn't it, Lou? Like you're not already... Younger than you, buddy. No, I can't wait to get old because I'm just so young and full of life. Fuck her. I am young. She's younger than you, man. She's younger than you. I'm younger than you. Oh, life. That was life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what about you, Chris? Your next one? Um, don't worry about what others think of you. They're too busy to thinking what other about themselves, you know? Yeah. So don't don't give a shit about other people's opinion. Just go out and do what you want to do. Seriously, yeah. stop being a people pleaser. Just go and live your life. Hallelujah. It's a scary one at eighteen. It is, mate. Very scary. And unfortunately, in the society we are in now, it's even worse. Yeah. It's even worse than what it was. I yeah. had. Um, I had. A bit of a lighter one because we're going very deep very early. But I just had travel. One day you might not be able to. Mm. The last two years has taught us anything. Yep. And I used to wear it as a badge of honour because all my, you know, once you get around 18, half your friends get the travel bug and half your friends go nowhere. And I'd think out of pride and ego, I'd go, oh, I don't even want to go anywhere. The only place I'd ever go is Germany for Oktoberfest or, you know, I've got no interest in seeing the rest of the world. And now I sit there and go, Fuck, I wouldn't mind going here, but then back to stop at two. You got three kids, you can't travel's not the minute you got kids, traveling's not that easy. Or I, I probably recommend that you travel with money. Because I've been traveling without money. And so what you do is that you work in order to to pay for the hotel. <laughs> you do nothing else but work to pay. Might as well stay home. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you're hundred percent right, because you know, how much should it cost you to get over here on the boat? But um You've got to. It's been funny. It's been funny. I'm going to give it to you. It's coming. It's coming. Fire up, everybody. You're being too quiet. Why someone this week, the last few days, has been going like this and almost eating his fingers about, oh man, I'm going to come. Yeah. Someone else was behind you. Have faith. Have faith. You're going to get it. There's no problem. Yeah. 
And 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 now no, because opportunity for him to see me this week, he just has to try and give it to me. It's one more tips. One more other. It. Yeah, it's all karma. Right. It's coming. Karma. Oh, yes. <laughs> one of my tips was actually don't believe what they're telling you. I think from 18 or from younger, we need to start thinking for ourselves. Don't believe what you're seeing on the TV. We talk about that all the time, right? So, but yeah. you say you say you say listen to your parents and then don't listen to them. I mean, what what is it? Don't believe what they are telling you. They's in air quotes, right? And they meant the world when I wrote it. It was um, we we talk here about people critically thinking. And imagine if you were a critical thinker from the age of 18 or, or younger. You know, where would you be in life? We we we'd get to 30 or in Lou's case, 50 or in Danola's case, 90 and realize that everyone's full of shit or the news is full of shit or all that stuff. Mm. Uh, um, um, yeah, I don't believe quite what they're telling you, but as Thomas says, I wish for the last two weeks, I believed what people were telling me because I would probably have slept a little not bit more. Not exactly. That is not going to diminish karma. You understand that? No, come get me. It's come coming. and get me. <laughs> I got a GI Jane joke waiting for you, brother. Don't worry. What's the next one, Lou? Um, okay, so my one's probably um, a little bit for the females out there. At 18, we all think we're not good enough, pretty enough, you know, and everything above enough. And so my thing is for, for the, the women out there, trust yourself, back yourself um, and love yourself. Um, because I think with, especially now with social media and all that that's out there, we all of us have um, daughters and all of them around that age or very close to and or over. And I think it's important if I look back now, the things that we used to do to ourselves to try and fit in starve ourselves you know it's it's about hair makeup what we had to wear the best things and you know always look the part because we were always feeling ins insufficient i suppose comparing ourselves and really as you get older or certainly as i've got older none of that shit even matters you know i hear people say i've got to got to go on a diet and i look at them and they're like a supermodel and i go are you kidding me like don't worry about that shit you know so i think for me especially for a female body image is a big thing and i would certainly say to 18 year olds out there just own it be you and love yourself first because you are the person that you will spend the most time with in your life and you got to love that person first before you can love anyone what, else so what do you reckon these uh, 18 year old girls do then in order to compensate their feeling of not good enough they they try to compensate uh, like they try to feel validated by things or objects, you know, so they're chasing validation through, you know, uh, uh, fake eyelashes and fake tans and handbags and, um, you know, cosmetic surgery and all this stuff to try and make themselves beautiful because they don't feel within themselves good enough. And I, you know, and I was one of them. I did all, you know, the eyelashes and all that stuff and trying to be skinny and all that crap. But it's a normal thing. I see it with my daughter now. She's beyond that age, but she still tries to, you know, keep up with the the norm and the and what's the expectation of society out there instead of just owning it and being you, you know. And you are beautiful as you are. We all are, you know. She's not talking about you going on a diet. No, I am. I'm saying Sorry, that. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think it's a I'm big black today. It's very slimming. You know. I think that's a big thing for the females out there. Just own it. Be you. Be proud of you. Yeah. Nice. nice. What else? Chris? 
Um, travel light, both inside and outside. What was that? Travel light. Okay. Yeah. But both internally and externally. What I mean by that is internally, don't hold grudges. Don't take things too serious. Life, you know, what's the old saying? Life's too short to be taken serious. Yeah. Um, and externally, don't have that attachment for things. Friends come and go. Um, you know, even traveling. Like Thomas made a joke about traveling, traveling with money so you don't have to work for it. Travel light. I traveled Europe and I had a backpack and that was it. And I was, I was gone for eight weeks and it was probably one of the best trips I ever did. I, I went by myself. Went Europe. Yeah. I, went, I went by myself and... Hey, you know, hey, hey, hey. Did you have money? Uh, not a lot, no. No, no, not a lot. But you had money, so you didn't have to go to work to pay for the hotel room. This is this is true. This is yeah, true. I stayed with relatives. Europe, I stayed with relatives when I was in Italy, and I, didn't, <laughs> and I paid. And I paid for most of the trip. I paid for a thirty days a Katiki tour on thirty days, so all that was already paid for. Um, but the alcohol bill still put my credit cards over the top. But um, he just said, he, "Feed me," and he was all over. <laughs> So, but, but, but travel light, um, but mostly internally, it don't hold grudges, you know, that sort of stuff. So that was my next one. Yeah. Nice. Ken. Mm, you're all boring me, to be honest. Everyone did their best. Oh, oh, I had another one was, I said, pick up a book, pick up a book, you idiot. That's good. Everyone goes through a gap. Well, I don't know about everyone, but I was quite literate at school and was English was my highest scoring grade and read lots of books and creative writing, all that stuff. And then I don't think I, I don't think I, I left school at seven, I finished school at 17 and didn't pick up a book till I was about 30. But the first big book I picked up changed my life somewhat. Yeah. And I employ people now who have never read a book or can only go on Audible because they don't know how to read a book or don't like a book and um, pick up a book. Was that the Four Agreements, Cam? Yes. Was, what was the Four Agreements? <laughs> Funnily enough, one of mine was... Why does he laugh? Thomas laughs because... Because we actually spoke about the Four Agreements uh, in uh, one of our podcasts. That's why you remembered. I remember. I knew that was going to be. Yeah, well, I'll send it to you because I wish you'd pick up a book every once in a while. Learn yeah, something. I know, I know, I know. Because <laughs> I said, it, look in, if I was talking to my 18-year-old self, I said, look into self-help, read Napoleon Hill to start with. Because, you know, for you guys, you fortunately come into this industry a lot younger than I did where I only started 13 years ago and I was 38 at the time, 37, 38. And I didn't even know self-help, that self-help section in the library was there. I actually never walked into a library. I bought most of my I books. reckon if you called it self-help to your 18-year-old self, you would have told yourself to go fuck yourself. Yeah, possibly. Right. But right. I, that's why I said to read Napoleon Hill as the first book. Just well, I think That's the four... first real one I read and I thought it was amazing when I read the it. Four Agreements is the first book I ever read that told me that it doesn't matter what people think about you because they're only thinking about themselves, which which is a point you brought up earlier. Right. You know, I think the biggest issue we have in life, especially kids of that age, is worrying about what other people think yep. of them. And, the, and the, the Four Agreements was the first book that he had explained it. Napoleon Hill, Thinking Grow Rich, doesn't explain that, right? It, it tells you what mindset you have to have. But you can't have Napoleon Hill's mindset until you've come to grips with what people think of you doesn't matter. Matter, yeah. And, um, you know, and it, it doesn't 
help Napoleon Hill doesn't help you if you're still talking shit about other people, which the four agreements tells you not to do, you know, be impeccable with your word. The four agreements talks to you about don't take stuff personally. Like we talked about Instagram and 18 year old girls and worrying about all that sort of stuff. The, yeah. the four agreements says always do your best. That's the fourth agreement. Right. Yeah. And that everything we've spoken about so far fits into that book. Now, if you're going to say it in a way that an 18 year old resonates, I don't know, but you get into self-help. That'll help. It's probably not going to work for you. Right. But pick up a book once in a while, dickhead. Yeah. See how you go. Yeah. Um, I wish I'd read the book a lot sooner. I think uh, the other one is too that time waits for no one, and I think it was Napoleon Hill um, that did he not say that? Um, oh, what did he say, guys? Help me out. The quote that he talked about time. Don't uh, don't wait. The time will never be right, or something along those lines. You know how many times? Write better notes. Yeah, possibly. But um, it's important. I think how many times we look back and we wait for everything to be right. We wait for the right timing or the right, you know, person or the right set of circumstances or for the rules that we've set upon ourselves to meet before we actually do something. And I think you die having wondered what if, you know, and I think that's important. I wrote, stop getting ready. Stop getting ready to start and start. Yeah, exactly. Thomas, you've only got one because we keep talking over the top of you. Yeah. I've been, listening to, guys, I've been listening to you guys, so make sure that I don't repeat the same ones. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think that for me, the with my style of, uh, with my life, I think the advice that I would give to 18-year-old or my 18-year-old self would be that whatever your religious beliefs or background whether you believe you're going to come back as uh, as a rat because you've been a bad person or whether you believe you're going to come back as maybe a queen because you've done so, so, so many good things in your life or whether you go, go to heaven or not. I don't believe that you'd ever come back here a second time as yourself. And, and if it is so, then just make sure you know this happens once. Yeah. And, and I would tell the 18 year old that this is just once. Yeah. You're now going to have to go out there and make sure that you spend that once wisely. Absolutely. I think the worst advice we can probably have or give is that you only live once because that is the biggest load of shit. You only die once. Yeah. You but, you know, I, I spend the, the greater part of my life trying to live up to the expectation of my parents. Yeah. That's not living once. No. That's trying to live your parents' life a second time around. Yeah. They're trying to live a second time through you. And, and it's taken me many, many years to realize I'm not even living my life. I'm actually spending it trying to fulfill somebody else's expectation and maybe failing. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a, when I realized that, it, it really forced me to make sure that upon my children, I will never impose that onto them, the need to live my failing, my shortcoming. Yeah. And, 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 and waste it, not with money, but with their life. Mm. It, it was a huge sure. realisation for me. I'm pretty sure it was John Bon Jovi, the great scholar, who said, it's my life, it's now or never, I ain't going to live forever. Yeah. And, uh, easy to say, though, Kev, it's easy to say. I, I've said it to my parents many times. I mean, when I left Belgium, I even said, it's my life. It was but a it, song. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, whether it's your life or not, you somehow subconsciously 
subconsciously still live the, your parents' life, you know? The yeah. condition, which is scary. It, it, it's an amazing thing and it is so hard. And and if it, I have, I'm not saying wasted, but if I spent 30 years of my life away from them and still try to live that way, I'm going, my, my 18 year old, he does not need to have that. No. He's gonna have to understand, man, you're here once. You're here once. What I have lived and failed and have not met in terms of expectation, it's my dilemma. You make sure you don't waste it to fulfill myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had in two parts, everyone did their best and everyone is doing their best. And the first part of that is about blaming other people for your life circumstances. Everyone did their best, blaming your parents for where you're at. Yeah. Blaming the others around you for the where you ended up um and everyone who's doing their best was about judging other people when i was 18 i was very judgmental of other people. i was very uh dirty on parts of my upbringing and blaming other people but i was also very quick to judge every single person that came into my life so yeah. i had i'd tell myself everyone did their best and everyone is doing their best yeah yeah that's good to people, people don't I think people don't go out there to be shitbags and people don't go out there to do less than what they think they're capable of. Mm. Um, and that, that's still, I wish I'd learned that, you know, well, 20 years ago now, 21 years ago now, because it's still something I carry with me now, the fight to blame mm. um, yeah. others. So. One, one thing that I um, thought of as well recently was that, talking to my 18 year old self, what I would say is make sure that whenever you're having a conversation with somebody that if you never saw that person again, and if it was the last conversation that you had, make sure that you've left on good terms and you've left an impact because you just never know if you will have a conversation again. And you think about over the times people that you've lost and, and just tragedies or, you know, you just part ways or whatever, you just, want to make sure it's like when you're in a relationship and you have an argument you know i've made a point of it as i've got older to never it, we could be in the worst argument but i'll always say goodbye and i'll always say i still love you because what if something happened that day you know well, you, oh, heard that. you say goodbye what like goodbye to the relationship or no. <laughs> no goodbye have a good day i hope you don't find anywhere to eat lunch today no, <laughs> yeah. no but i think it's important we have to because how many times, especially at 18, like you're young and you're, you're full of emotions, you, you you don't really care and you sort of can say some horrible things. And I think... Stop it too. Stop it too. Sorry. Oh. I, was <laughs> a, I was just having a moment to myself. It's just reminiscing on the child thing. Yes. Stop it too. Cam. <laughs> no, but I think Stop that's... Chris, yours? Uh, be curious and be grateful. Yeah, I love it. Love it. So really, and talk like just simple things like you said, Lou, when you're talking to, be, to someone, be curious about that person a little bit more. Yeah. Find out more about them. You know, if there's something you don't know, go and find out. Go and get, you know, what's it like to jump out of a plane with the parachute? Not without, with the parachute. What's it like to go hang gliding? You know, be curious. Just yeah. go out and, and then be grateful for the adventures that you have in that. That, yeah. that, and the meetings that you have with those people and those yeah. adventures. I think yeah, if, we, if we can live if we can live by those two, there's so many things we, you know we want to be curious about. When I say be curious, we'd love to we'd love to experience. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, just go and just go and be curious, and then be grateful for it. Well, it's funny, you know, one of the things um, uh, Belle that works with me here, she tries to get a quote every week out of one of the team to try and, um, you know, just share everybody's thoughts. And Jasmine's one today was, it's okay to not be okay. Um, and I think that's important and a good lesson back that sometimes we feel like if we're not okay, we're not allowed to ask questions or for help. And because we're supposed to be strong and in control and know all the right things, it's okay to not be okay and ask for help. I think that's a big message as well that we should send our 18 year old selves because do you know what? Too many people think it's not okay to be okay. And that's when we have mass suicide rates in 18 to 40 year old men and you know all the rest of it. It's okay to not be okay and say, hey, I need help or I'm stuck or I'm struggling. You know, I think that's a big yeah. one. Yeah, but I, I probably would go further. Uh... Lou, because when you say it's okay not to be okay, sometimes we're not empowering people. I think that first, people yeah. have to try their best. Yeah. Uh, and then it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. That's the thing, because otherwise we'll, we'll, we'll have a generation of people who are constantly like, you know, going for help. And if they don't get the help that they want, then they will still check out, you know? I, yeah. I think that the, the first rule is to try your best. Mm -hmm. and, and, and when you ask uh, old people, they say, listen, learn to be independent, but also learn to ask for help. If mm -hmm. you need and, and I think that that learning to be independent has got that uh, level of, you know, you have to try your best. Yeah. Yeah. In, 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 in terms of following on your asking for help, my next advice is what's your association? Yeah. You have to be careful that in, in your life, you're going to have fun friends. It's okay to have fun friends then you will have growth friends, people that are going to be around you to help you grow. Then you have negative friends, those ones avoid. Mm. And, and I would have told my 18 year old, just those three things. Whenever you have friends, look at the three categories and avoid the negative one. Mm. Period. Mm. Mm. I'll just leave me. Uh, and I, I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't, I still haven't learned from that because- <clears throat> I saw you Jake from it. I kept cutting in and out. The Ukrainians were hacking my missile defense system, but oh, God. <laughs> I had. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. And it should make fun, really, of the Ukraine and Russian thing. I'm not mine. We're only getting a bit of water on the roof, right? Uh, I think that it is a little bit silly trying to use people who are dying. Here we go. <laughs> Serious talk. Didn't I, didn't I tell you? Serious, I was coming. Coming. I was coming. I'm didn't trying I? to be the fun friend. I was, I was just go. waiting for, for that kind of lesson. I want to be the fun friend. Oh, dear. So I, I don't know. So we ha I have fun friends. That's not funny. Then I have growth friends, but around me, around Ken, I'm not really growing. So maybe he's, he's he belongs to the third category. I, don't I already know. fucking said that, mate. What about, what, about, what, about, what about no? On a serious you note, something like, you want to say, mate? How how many times? Um, and we teach our kids this, and we're taught this, or I certainly was. Respect your elders, and I think um, that's one thing that I don't I, feel like it at the moment. Don't show it on here. Do you, know what, do you know what I do look back now and I like I've lost three out of four grandparents and and I just wish I had more time and it's not that I didn't respect them but I wish I gave more time to to be there and know more and learn more like they are our living library these people have stuff to share that Google can't teach us history books 
don't have it because it's not famous, you know, and there's so much advice and so much lived experience and life lessons and knowledge and wisdom that they have. And and it's so sad to think that they take that with them to their grave because, you know, I just wish I had, and I'm, I'm sure it's every person's wish when they've lost somebody that they just wish that they had have spent more time. And I think looking back, I wish I did that. That would be what I'd tell my 18-year-old self. I was having a conversation yesterday with uh, Darren very early in the morning, and <clears throat> it was about, uh, I mean, he obviously tried to ask me about uh, what's happening with my uh, old man and, and mum. Mm. But he also has George, his father, going through a set of exams and examinations for the moment. And it reminded me that, you know, maybe sometimes we, we need to uh, leave that song, Cats in the Cradle. Yeah. And, and truly remember that the, the things that we do with our parents is are ultimately the things that we're teaching our kids to do with us the day we're older. Yes. And yeah, respect for my elders, I'd just like to point out that he meant cradle. I don't know what a cradle is, but it was cradle. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, I have no problem. The day that you can speak French the way I speak French and English, then we can talk until then. <laughs> Shut up. Mm. Mm. but yeah no it is true it that's it you know i i have a pretty good relationship with my um parents now but i haven't always had that and i think one of the things i've i don't know if it's every kid maybe you guys can help me you guys have got kids as well but it's almost like when i have something to say or i have some advice or whatever it's they would rather listen to somebody else than me. And it's because I suppose sometimes when like my mum would ring or my dad would ring and I'd be like, ah, not now, I'll talk to you later kind of thing. And I see like sometimes my kids act that way. And I, and I sometimes have thought, have I taught them that? Because that's how I teach my, like that's how I treat my parents. But I guess the lesson is, is that, and it's only just coming to me now, you assume that they're always going to be there. You assume that they're always going to be there and that you can always talk to them later because everybody else is was just like me. What? And the cats and the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy, little man in the moon. When you're coming home, and I don't know when. We'll get together then. You know we'll have a good time then. It's sad, it's sad, it's sad, you know, but all don't, we all, don't we all do that? Yeah, we do. I don't, do. We all do that. And and I don't know whether we are still in a position to tell our 18-year-old self because we still do that today. We still do it. I'm going to ask you a question, right? And yes, I've had more to drink than anybody today. That's fine. So That's maybe I'm a, bit, a lot of water today. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> training is a day when I hydrate myself a lot. Maybe <laughs> I'm a bit more jolly than everyone, but the general okay. mood... Just ask your damn question. No, the, oh, don't <laughs> you start. Jesus fucking Christ. He can't help uh, you tell us that many times. You've burnt too many bridges for him. Uh, yeah, so steal my joke. Yes. Oh, that's your joke. Write your own material, woman. Let's go back um, to WhatsApp and see whose joke that was. Anyways, carry on. It feels like, it feels to me like the mood is very introspective, right? No one's up and about. As, as yeah. looking back at your own, listen, has, shut up, Luke. As looking back at your 18-year-old self um, hurt you, hurt hurt us, or, or it maybe hurts the wrong word, but we're talking about this shit like we're at a funeral, to be honest, and that's why I said you were boring me. 
I only had one thing on my list as, that would, could be counted as regret. And that was first on my list. And that was stay at footy. It's worth way more than your dickhead friends. Like I ruined a footy career because of the people I was hanging out with. I could have been, yeah. I could have bought a house much sooner had I stuck to the rugby league. Thomas is saying no. But I, I want to ask about when you, when you studied for this podcast or... Yeah. Or actually had to think about it because the way we're talking, man, it's like part of us died. So this, are, this are, advice, we, are we full of regret? Are we was, full of regret? So this advice, and you know, funny you should bring this up. I was I've written this out and I'm reading through it and I'm going, this is advice that I should be reading daily to myself now. Yeah. And a, a, a lot of it, little things like um you don't um, listen to it now, so why would you listen to it as an 18 year old? I don't say yeah, you yeah, was and in that's, and then, I say you was in us, right? But look, interest like for, for me, I never had anyone at that age to sort of guide me or you know show me a different way or speak into my life. And I may have, and I didn't see it, and that's the honest truth. I may have, so and I didn't see it at the time. But should we be more excited that we've got well, some think, ideas yeah, for our eighteen-year-old self? We're all depressed. Look at us. It's yeah, been... No, no, no. It's very valid. It's a really. It's not, actually... it's not depressing, Cam. I, I, I think that we're talking about advice, and advice are a bit more serious. It's not depressed. Like, would I tell my eighteen-year-old mate just go around, fuck anything you can find, and just have fun? You're gonna die anyway. You're gonna be locked down. We can... really? Am I gonna come on, man? That's, that's, that's the advice that a, a 16 year old no, you can like, tell that everyone's deep inside, right? So it's gonna have to be a bit more serious, Ken. I'm not saying it but, can't but, be serious, but we don't have to take it negatively. I think we don't need to take it negatively. No. I think I think that intelligent people will take it very positively and say, Do you know what? I am not going to make that same mistake. Exactly. But it takes it take a lot of intelligence to really sit down and really think that, hold on, I can really spin it into something positive. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a reflection back. And you look at, I suppose for me, when I looked back from 18 and I went, okay, what would I say to myself now, knowing what I know now? There's a lot. And it's not always positive stuff. Interestingly enough, I though, hope it would make more sense. Well, do you know what? It only needs to make sense to me and no one else. And that's all that matters. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> that's been but, very clear. But the thing is, the thing is, interestingly enough, to give a little bit of light to Cam's misery here, um, when we start our sales meetings every Thursday, we start with... <laughs> She's killing him today. She's killing him. Start, <laughs> we start with gratitude, okay? Run so every sales meeting, we go around, what are you grateful for this week? This week, I did it different. I spun it up today and I said, guys, I don't want to know what you're grateful for. I want to know what would you do knowing what you know now? What advice would you give to your 18-year-old self? Do you know, interestingly enough, every bloke on my team, and there's four of them, you know what they all said? Fuck everything. Have more sex. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck <laughs> 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 everything, stop it too. That's all. You know what? One of my things was going to say, I was going to put every hole's uh, not a goal on my <laughs> <laughs> But I stopped myself from doing that. Fuck everything. <laughs> because I was <laughs> so... So, so no. I, think, I think we're all disappointed because we know that the advice we'd be giving our way to yourself self, we wouldn't listen to. No, 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 I'm, I'm not. That's not true. That's. Not I've true. got no doubt that my 18... I'm, I'm the closest to having an 18-year-old son. Oh, how old is Seb? 16. Yeah, Thomas already been through it, but I'm I have an 18 year old. 
Then, then want... you can listen to me, mate. Then, then you can listen to me. Mate. I know we can listen to you because you got to respect your elders and maybe, just maybe, they know more, but that's just to make you feel better. No. I've got no doubt that when Jack is 18, he's not going to listen to a fucking thing I've got to say. And maybe that's the sad part about it. Maybe that's got to do with the relationship we build with our children before they reach oh, the age. But no, we're all, we're all sitting here going, I wish we'd listen to our parents, all of us. But we all... No, no, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You did? I did not, I did not say that. You said, I wish I, I'd listen I, to the prick. For me, I think you need to enjoy your parents, but you don't need to really listen to them because I did listen to them and I ended up repeating what they wanted to do for their life, right? I, I think that my advice to my 18-year-old is, please find out what is it that, may, that, tick, that, that, that makes you tick, mm. how you built, how your mindset works. Please find out and then get on with life. Mm. I... I, I I truly believe that it's taken me so many years to really uncover how I tick. Mm. And I know I've been not criticized, but some people are having discussion probably for the moment behind curtains about, man, if it was me, if my dad was having COVID, I'd be on the first plane out and blah, blah. It's okay. And, and, and I, I, got, I got phone calls and I got discussion and I go to these people. I have made peace with my parents. It is not a trip that is going to change the things. If, if, if you have to wait for a trip because there's a different circumstance, then it's a bit late. You, you, you must make peace with your parents while they're alive, while they're doing well, because yeah. that's the time when you go. Everything else, just band-aid trying to just uh, make sure that the regret that you have is not so big afterwards. That's all. And, and so... I, I think that, you know, with we, we, the parent thing is not that. I, I hope my kids don't listen to my stuff. I hope that my kids really going to listen to the stuff that we're sharing, which is find out what is it that makes you tick. Mm. Make sure that you overcome the crappy education bullshit that I have given you because it only worked for me, not necessarily for you. And maybe what Cam said, which is every now and then, maybe you should listen to parents, but maybe. Right? But really find out what is it. And, and, and so my line for, for this is find out your passion, but don't get burnt out by your passion. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you, TL, and I don't feel free to answer or not answer, but you've had two, you've had two goes at, you got a second chance at telling your 18-year-old your self, advice right so you you got 28 and 26 kids and then you've got 14 was the advice yeah. different yeah absolutely yeah the advice always different because the the i think that the idiot that i was when i had my first set of kids it's not the same as the idiot that i am now trying to groom the 14 year old but the, there's one thing that i have learned this time around that i couldn't really get in terms of lesson is whether they're 14 year old or not, they can teach me where, when I had the other two, I thought, man, you can't fucking teach me the day you freaking pay the mortgage, you can teach me. But <laughs> these days I, I have changed my mindset. <laughs> no, I think it's important because we all, you know. <clears throat> Why are you trying to go for another one? I mean, you've got a big house now. So are you trying to go for another one? Yeah. <laughs> no, not possible. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Little at Terrigal sorted me out, mate, not possible. Um, 
But no, it's a, it's an interesting concept, right? Because most of us only get one chance. And when I say one chance, if you've got multiple kids, you've got multiple chances. But hey, if I mean, they're a couple of years, if they're only a couple of years apart, your opportunity for growth in those couple of years is not yeah. as much. And then there's a lot of psychology or a lot of study around oldest child, middle child, youngest child. And I think a lot of that may have to do with the parent's growth during that time, not so much where the kid is. Yeah. Now I've got um, four years between each of my kids. Um, I haven't grown at all at, for each of them. So they're all copying the same treatment. And uh, at least I'm consistent. Call me nothing but consistent, right? <laughs> but as you know, TL had almost a generate, it's a generational gap, right? So um, I'm interested. Yeah, that's that's what interests me. With the does the advice change? And of course, it should change because if you had to said no, obviously your growth is in question, right? So, but Chris, you've got what what age is your two? Sixteen and fourteen. Yeah. So they're only two years apart. But what I've found, mate, is not so much our growth, just the independence, like just sorry, the independence, just the individuality between the two of them is just crazy. Just you got crazy. a boy and a girl, right? So yeah. And so first, second child, um, it's it's just just crazy, uh, and how much they are like each of us, a carbon copy of each of us. It's just. So then does the advice change between male and female then to open up another can of worms? Oh, Italian, mate. Absolutely, they do change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you're 18 year old self, we're talking to boys at 18 year old, and we're saying fuck everything. And so Italians um, say we're to the 18 year old girl, we're saying fuck no one. No, um, no. So Italians, we say we say very something very simply. We say we've got a pretty daughter, a gun, and an alibi. It's very simple. Um, <laughs> I love isn't, it. That, isn't that interesting, right? So, to your 18 year old son, you'll go, "Don't settle down, son." Sow your oats and, no. and do what you got to do and all that stuff. Would you dare say that to your your daughter? No. Now, Lou, yeah, yeah. you're a, you're a female with a with a son and a daughter. Yes. Oh, I've got my daughter's twenty. Um, my my eldest son's eighteen, and my youngest son's about to turn fifteen next month. In a couple. Of feel weeks. free not to answer, but it wouldn't fit in with the podcast if you didn't. What advice do you get? What advice is different to your son to your daughters as far as go and get amongst it? Oh, look, my advice has been purely based on what I did. Like, as you guys know, I had my kids young, so I really pushed for them to really pursue their careers and, and a good education. I didn't, I dropped out of school in year nine, as you know, and I didn't want that for my kids. I, I had people telling me that I was making the wrong decisions when I was young and, um, but me being me and pig-headed, I, I decided to do what I wanted at that age. And thank God I did because I wouldn't regret a single thing as hard as it's been. But um, I've really tried to not live my life through my kids, but I've tried to give them uh, what I didn't have. Like I've made sure that I've sent them to private schools and I've tried to really uphold education as a value and give them a good home and get them to be them and, and be proud of them and but also have their own identity and, and be and okay. what happens Lou what happens then so they look at you and they go mum you left home at nine you've done all right for yourself nine I wasn't year, nine year but... nine year nine sorry listen yeah yeah been on it today <laughs> yeah you left you left school at year nine and yeah. you've done all right for yourself 
Yeah. Why shouldn't we? Yeah, I know. And you had a kid young. Why you can't tell me that I can't have a kid young? Look what you did. Yeah, I know. And it's a big, big topic. And I think, I think, um, thank God, I think what I've done has. I allowed, rather than allowing the people who told me that I was making every mistake under the sun, I allowed that to fuel my fire to do everything I could to... No, I understand that. I know why you did what you did, but you just said you wouldn't want your kids making the same decisions okay. that you made. Why? Okay. When it turned out well for you? Yeah, I know, but that's where I was going with it, is because I know how hard it is and it's a different world, even though like, I feel like I've been lucky in some way because I've grown up with my kids, but... It was a different world back then, you know, and to what they're going through now and to how I grew up, there wasn't really social media and stuff like that. To do what I did back then now would be very, very tough. And, you know, if, I think what one thing my life has taught me is if, if, if it was to be, then it would be, but I, and I wouldn't judge them, but I think I would try to advise them the best I can to, to not do that and to follow a, uh, their career first and set themselves up and and then you know well, are you trying to pass on to them your regrets mm. no no not my regrets because i don't i have always said a lot of people told me my whole life that you will regret everything and i've always said maybe i will but i look back now and i actually don't regret any one single thing because it's made me who i am today and where i am today um, you're telling your kids not to do the same thing. So if you didn't regret I'm any, not you want the same thing for them. I'm not telling them not to do the same thing. I'm telling them that they have their own life and that I will be there to guide them in the best way that I can, but they are responsible for their actions and they will bear the consequences. And so, you know, what, what happens in their life happens in their life. I'm not, it's, it's, a, it's a fine line, I think, Kim. You know, it's my story is not, the normal story, I suppose. And so I didn't, the life- But you did okay. Yeah, I know I did okay, but it wasn't easy and it cost me a lot in terms of- Do you reckon know. anything in life is easy? Here's the thing, yeah. we, we, we say we don't, and cause I'm similar to you, Lou. Like yeah. one, of Chris's, one of Chris's questions that he posed for the podcast is why does bad decisions lead to good stories, right? And I'll sit here and tell everyone I don't regret anything that's happened because one, I've got the stories and two, it's made me who I am today. Yeah. I've got the tattoos to prove it. I've got a tattoo at every important point of my life. But yeah. Yeah. Probably the same. Do I want my kids going down the same path as me? No. So then you can't say oh, that's, that's you don't regret it, right? And then you can't you want to say something. Sorry. Oh, she always no. wants to say something, mate. You, get, you guys had like 50 minutes, so now Chris going to have to. <laughs> oh, no, I think we've got to be careful we don't... I think we've got to be careful we don't steal the lessons from our children growing up. Um, and just make sure they're doing 100% on whatever they put their mind to, but steering them in the right direction. We can only guide our children. We can't get them to tell them what to do. Um, yeah. You asked me before, what's the different advice between you know, my, two, my, my son and my daughter? There is different advice, but that is for advice for a boy to a lady and a lady to a boy, a man. Um, you know, respect women, Bella, respect yourself, but respect men as well. Yeah. And it, it's the same advice to them. But we can't rob the lesson for them to fail. We said before, fail and yeah. enjoy that failure. If 
And all I know we've no, made those mistakes. Embrace. Not enjoy. Embrace. Embrace. Okay. But and learn from it. I know for a fact as a parent, we've already robbed lessons from our children from, from, from young, young ages, from, from simple, simple things about stopping them from climbing on a couch. Yeah. And you, look, you think about it, you think that is stupid. But can I tell you, it teaches them risk. It teaches them how to avoid risk. It teaches them so many things just from that one little thing. And we have done that as parents because we want to, and I think your kids gave you a bubble wrap bloody suit, right, Thomas? Yeah, they did. Right. Because I tried to teach them boxing lesson to kill other people. Nah. And, and, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We've been hanging on to it for a while. Here we go, bubble wrap boy. My uh, anyway, my my next thing uh, for the 18-year-old self, it would be to really explain to him or her, but for me it's him, that we all have different stages in life that right now you may be 18, what do you think right now will change when you go to the next stage of life? And there are different stages. Just enjoy this stage, but don't ever think that what you think now is reality or universal truth, because as you go into the next stage, you will question everything that you thought would were, were true. Yeah, 100%, 100%. One of the ones I've got is, um... Listen to your gut, but don't mistake that for fear. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Chris. I've got to ask you this. 18 year old, we know where the brain is, about three foot from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what kind mine, of gut do you want to listen to? Mine was tucked into my sock. So <laughs> <laughs> gotta say, guys, you have two heads and think with <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He got his feet pressed. Like <laughs> um, no, but it's very true. It's very true. Even at 18, I had some opportunities. Even a little bit older, I had some silly opportunities come my way. And I was, you know, just anyway, long stories. I, I didn't take things. And I look back, I go, man, what if? Be curious. What if you just took that step? Uh, and things where I've gone, no, I shouldn't be doing that. And I did it anyway, which I'm going, you idiot. Why did you do that for? Yeah. Um, so just, but you know, you, you know the difference, but you've got to be attuned to know the difference between your gut talking to you and fear stopping you. Yes. Well, one of my things was going to say, was well, going to be feel the fear, but do it anyway. Because yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. How much, how many times, and at 18, you know, back when we were 18, and I know a couple of you were 18 before I was 18, but you're fucking. Oh yeah, I'm so young and I'm so pert and I'm. Hey Ken, you give it to you give it to the old fella and me all the time. Suck it up, princess. Exactly. I know some of you. Hey, 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 Throw indirect statements around like, oh, I know some of you. Oh, here. Look, I know some of you here might have been older than me when I was eighteen. Of well, course, we were older than you. Fucking moron! Is that not we're wiser and we know more? The bloody camera! <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, forget about that. Lou is really owning Cam today. Oh, I don't know Cam I goes. You're on the back foot, mate. Calm she down, princess. Oh, seriously. I'm in you, Thomas, not Lou. <laughs> She's owning you today, bro. What's what's going on? What is that? One of those was speak up. 
what was what is that quote that we hear time and time again and you guys can probably help me out. I don't know whether it was. Oh, you need help now. All of a sudden, you don't, need help. You know what? Fuck off. Don't, don't piss right. on an electric fence. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't oh, quite. Well, I thought of this thing, you know, <laughs> the thing that bloke said in that book I read, but I can't know what that book is that I read. <laughs> it was that thing that that guy said, you know. Yeah, that, voice, yeah, that voice telling you. Shut up, Cameron. <laughs> Shut up listen, listen to that voice telling you to pull out because you're making a dick, obviously. <laughs> anyway. Mate, that's why I said stop it too. Stop but anyway, no, but seriously, guys, I can't remember it, but what is it that they say? We'll be more disappointed in life by the things that we didn't do rather than the things that we did do. Be and curious. Be curious, but feel the fear and do it anyway. How many times do we hold back? And, Thomas, you teach us about this um, in our training and stuff, but the rules that we set upon ourselves in life when we will be happy when and we will be successful when and you know and i think as a as a young person and as an 18 year old you're successful when you what have a nice car and a house and you're earning this amount of money and blah 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 so we never reach success in our mind or we'll be happy when we're married and got kids and blah blah and blah blah like the rules that we put on ourselves at a young age is pretty ridiculous when you look back because sometimes it's just not possible sometimes people don't reach that till they're 45 years old absolutely right i have and some I, friends who uh, who think that they'd be happy because they have a triple car garage and i'm telling them you are i've got <laughs> I'm not supposed to swear. I've been doing so well for the last month. I'm doing that for you this week. Danola, you're the only one who is still fucking, you're all right, buddy. The other two can go, you know. Oh, black's not flattering, Cam. Um, Mate, I'm getting messages here telling me how sexy I look. So I'm all right. I've been working out. Don't worry about the big That must be a scam or something. Are you reading those messages through big goggles? Lou's, Lou's been sitting there all week asking people for help. What can I say to Cam? What can I say to him? Help oh, him. as if pull your bloody leg. No, but, but what are you talking about? Asking for help. I don't need help. All right. Let's move on. Oh, so, another thing I've got, another piece of advice. I've gone if your task not done today will double tomorrow. What was that? Ah, who's gonna listen to that at 18? Probably not, but that's something I would say to myself. But that's an advice. That's an advice. What was it? What was it? A task, a task not done today will double tomorrow. Mm. So you know, coming to my triple car garage, Thomas, I'll tore my hamstring everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, 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 and I listen. Cam is my mate, and he's seen my, he's seen my property, and I've got seven car garage. That doesn't really bring you happiness necessarily. <laughs> so, yeah, but one of those garages is full of old exercise. Hey, you paid three hundred and fifty to mow your lawn, brother. It's going to cost me three dollars fifty because I bought this much grass. I don't believe it. I don't believe it, brother. I've seen the vegetation you have. It looks like, but uh, what is it? The garden of uh, the botanical garden in Sydney. Botanical gardens. Yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, anyway, so I I would really love to give. Um, even though I have to say I, I came to Australia for love. And I have, say, I have to say, my advice is recognize ego versus self. Yeah. Because I think that when you're 18 year old, you only listen to ego. It's about me being proving to the world that I'm anything good. Mm. And and I mean I came to Australia for love. And do you know what? Through all of this, 
my wife really has helped me change for the better. So in the end, I, I ended up being a winner anyway. That's but, questionable. But yeah, I know it is questionable because sometimes I make mistakes by being around you, for example, Ken. But so, but let me at least fi finish the line. Right. So sometimes, sometimes what you do is when you fall in love, you need to redevelop the habit of falling in love with everything around you. And I think that that's the bit that we, we're forgetting. Mm. What, what is it that people do? They go get out of school, go to university because we have to try and become someone. And sometimes if we make a mistake and get into a situation where we have a family or children before we even be, fulfill our dreams, we're now stuck into trying to survive. Mm -hmm. uh, or afterwards we get a job and then we get stuck into surviving. I think we need to learn to really fall in love with everything. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I would tell my 18 year old, keep on doing that. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, anyway, Ken. Yeah. He's put, music on. He's put music on. I can hear it. What is that song? And bills to pay. I used to walk while I was away. a song many there, sorry, there used to be an ad many years ago about not drink driving. Hey. People start to sing when they shouldn't sing. Don't drink drive. What are you talking about? That. You're singing when you shouldn't be singing, mate. That's all good. Why, mate? It was a good song. A good song. Great. Terrible singing, though. Can you guys, can you guys actually... I just think of all the 18-year-old advice that we're giving today, and I know for a fact they're all on Fortnite right now, and I go, what's it? No, I'm telling you now, the 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 advice of that we try to give to 18 year old actually our advice are we giving 26 because these days when they're 26 they're still freaking 18. are we still giving ourselves advice i reckon we're still giving no no, no. we're giving ourselves so i'm saying to you i wish i was 18 today because i could be 18 until i'm 30 yeah mm -hmm. and, and still be around mom and dad stuffing around with their fridge eating whatever it is and when dad sends you a message to mow the lawn because it's going to rain over the next two days who gives a fuck it's like, <laughs> and there's no problem, and there's no problem. Alex, Alex Lohuang, mow the fucking lawn! Mow the lawn! And you still do that, and dad is sitting there, and you still don't realize that dad had to get onto the machine after a, a, a long day of work. He still do that because he's going, you know what? I, I, I have to do it because the, the kid doesn't give a shit. But, but you know what? When he's around, he still wants his food. He still, he still believes that his ideas are the best. And so I, I think that these days, these kids, we're talking about 18-year-old, but I'm, I'm thinking 18 can go up to 39. Yes. <laughs> I have a theory, right? And Thomas will argue with this because he's so wise now. I'm so wise. I've grown so much. I reckon we get to a mental age and we never grow older. I still feel in my head, I still laugh at the same jokes now at 39 that I did when I was 18. They're still just as funny. I still find the same things in life exciting. That's why people of music, right? Take music, for example. We all listen to music from our generation, right? We never, we don't like the new songs or we don't, we don't, everyone goes back to whatever. I reckon, honestly, we get to a mental age or, or maturity. And for the most part, that's where we are for the rest of our lives. I cannot believe 
for the life of me that I'm turning 40 next month because I'm still the same 17-year-old dickhead that I was. And yes, things have changed. I've got businesses and I've got family and I've got this and that, but the maturity level and the, the level but that in, you're in, at, I still are, I'm still the same guy. In 20 years, your wife's going to be very disappointed with the 17-year-old that you are. Okay? She's been very disappointed oh. with the 17-year-old <laughs> for a long time. 17-year-olds 17, 17 don't last long, but it created three of them. So we've done all right. Okay. You know, that's why, that's why Chris is looking for more garages, because if you can go home by mistake into a different garage, you might think that you're in different The 18-year-old me, I'd say, think of indoor cricket, mate. You'll last longer. Um, <laughs> but seriously, I, I reckon I'm stuck. I look and I go, and I was telling someone in the office today, I said, look at this. I said, you got to see this movie. You'll, you'll love this movie. And it was a movie from, must have been the late 90s when I was 17 or 18, and I still laugh my head off today. My favourite TV show ever was Seinfeld, and that was 90s, 2000s. Yeah. Still laugh my head off today i don't know if we ever change from 18 to be honest we, we do have elements of us but deep down i think our dna gets to a certain level and that's who we are forever and why uh, fight it why fight it i totally disagree i totally disagree i think that you've been hanging around losers hence why but i have to tell you now the version i am today is way, way above the version I was at the age of 18. Yeah, but is there DNA from the 18-year-old still there, mate? Are you still at core? No, I think your personality is always who you are. And... Absolutely, but the way you think is so, so different. This is why I believe the different stages. Absolutely. You know, the, the things that I used to say to mum and dad, you were so wrong about it. Now I sit down and I go, you were so right about it. So yeah. there's things that totally changes. You yes, know? things and, change, but I think at core. I'm never going to love... No, the personality, the, your personality probably will never change. But yeah. we're not just, we're not talking about personality when we give advice, when we give advice. Cool? No, it's a different subject, but I was just saying, I don't think we ever change from a certain age. I, I don't think our personalities change, but it's not what you're talking about, wisdom. I think as we get older, we become... You wiser, but you're still laughing far Jokes, yeah, right? but that's, but that's, that's, but that's you, and that's what makes you you. And Chris probably still laughs at things, and Thomas and myself. Like, I was I, at a wedding last. I was at a wedding two weekends ago, and a fifty-year-old stroke victim jumped on his own head on concrete because he hasn't grown up since he was eighteen. Right, <laughs> just trying to win a to win a dance competition. Right, that, and that's what I mean. Like, but, which, by the way, he won. He won. <laughs> He which won again. By the way, he, he beat won you again. All the way. He won again. But he is more. Really, the, the guy, the guy just yeah. did. I'm about to turn 40. He's about to turn 50. And instead of going, we're too old for this ship, we looked at each other in the eye and went, it's on. And he's that's what 18-year-olds do, right? I, I haven't been out of walk since. I can't get out of my car. And oh. I, I, I worry for... For the big the wedding happens in Somersby. We're still looking for Rod somewhere in Sydney. Still, it still hasn't stopped. <laughs> I knew you were talking about Rod. As soon as you said that, I he knew. He danced on his head on cobblestones. I haven't been oh able to walk for two weeks, and that's what I mean. We never get too old for that never shit. Get, no, but I when think... I'm 90, I'll still be doing the worm and losing to Rod. It will be 100. All right, let's get, happen. Let, yeah. let's get serious now because we're coming to the end here now. 
there's there's something different between yourself as a, a woman and yourself as a, a boy, right? So what would be the last piece of advice that you would give your 18 year old today? You are good enough and everything. Be, be, be kind to nerds because one day they'll own the world. No, I'm only joking. That's, that's not it. <laughs> Right. Okay, who, who's choose, that? Choose, I'll have, a, I'll have uh, a, I had two that didn't get mentioned, but he asked one, on. so I'm going to put him in the one sentence. You are good enough and everything's going to be okay. You said that at, right at the beginning, man. No, I didn't. No, that's, that's the last thing. You are good enough. All right. What about, okay, what about, uh, I'll, I'll give you mine so, so that we, we can see it's not. Um, orchestrated uh i think you need to learn to look at life with high beam right you, you you don't drive your life as if all you can see is just tomorrow look at the high beam but don't look beyond the high beam so don't don't set goals that are so far stretched that you become inflexible in welcoming the surprises the things that you have I mean, I, I obviously never had the intention of being a father at the age I became a father. But when my wife told me, and I still remember where I was in the car with somebody else, and when she told me about our first child, well, I welcome it. Uh, and, and I think that's what you need to be doing is, is open your eyes to a happy surprise, go with the surprises, because that's what surprise is about in life. And, and make sure, okay, don't look beyond the high beam, because you may miss the surprise that I'm right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, probably is don't be so don't be so worried about the past because you can't change it. It is what it is. It's taught you a lot, and, and you've learned a lot from it. And some things probably not everybody agrees with, and that's okay. It's made you who you are. Um, don't panic about the future and what it looks like and how you're going to get there and who's going to be there and everything else because we don't even know what tomorrow looks like because tomorrow's not even promised. The biggest lesson that I've learned as I've got older is today is a gift and that's why it's called the present and we should enjoy the present and be present in every moment because it's truly all we have. We don't have yesterday, it's gone. We don't have tomorrow because it hasn't happened yet. So just be a good person and a respectful person and enjoy the moment because that's all we have. Meanwhile, the 18 year olds already checked his phone 14 times while you were saying all of that. <laughs> that's okay. He's we're in the keep it short and uh, in the moment. Enjoy the enjoy the enjoy the yes ma. Yes ma. Yes ma. <laughs> that's okay. So my last one would be um, just be kind, just, just be kind. But most importantly, be kind to yourself. Yeah. That's, that's probably it for me. So, so nice. I like it. Which in many ways, that was part of one of my lessons, which is like, when um, always err on the side of optimism. Yeah, I love it. Always err on the, uh, all right. Let's get on to our wine because we've finished our... Oh, yeah, I forgot about our wine. Big, we, big we, we can't really do this, all right? So, 
our champion this week is Louise. No who way. Who, who won with her bottle? Uh, so, Chris, you had a 4.3 bottle, so you came last this week. And I had a 4.4 bottle, so I came uh, second last this week. And both uh, bottles from Lou and Cameron came at 4.5 this week. Oh. So, Cam is equal first with Lou, therefore Lou have lost the competition. <laughs> oh no! How has he? How have I lost the competition? No, I never came last, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be the fun friend and the negative friend and the positive friend. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's been a good day for the Wilson. It's been a good day for the Wilson. Oh, didn't we? Didn't, didn't Cam and I both win? Oh. Didn't Cam and I both win? It's been a good day for the yeah. Wilson. Yeah. Didn't Cam and I both lose a round? Yeah. 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 Lou, I think you lost two rounds and Cameron lost one round. I thought, oh, is that the, is that the case? You oh. lost. How, how did you how did you guys like it? You know how you lost. <laughs> I was getting ready to hurt myself. <laughs> Hang on, gonna find I out if that's actual truth. I have to say, I could not believe that both of you had four point five all round. I had to ask Charlotte to check again. Wow. Because the two of you had four point five, which, by the way, I I, I put one every five. other week. I listen to your brother and I'm thinking they can't have 4.5. Mine's 4.4, and I know it will beat them if I had a real judge. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Mine cost $51. I found out the trick, right? You find one that no one's drank because mine had 13 ratings on Vivina. Yes. I worked this out myself yesterday. You did didn't you work know? it out yourself. I did. I did. I said no longer. We are from here on. All right. So I'm, I'm very sorry, Lou. You lost. That's okay. I'm cool. But from here on, uh, we are not going to have competition for a while because we're going to have to think about like, mate, if you're going to, if she loses, can you just be gracious? Not like, a fucking chance. <laughs> he has no. He's just what would I tell the 18-year-old me? If you're not first, you're last. Woo! That's why. Right. Right. I, I, oh, I now he's good. Anyway, yes, carry on, Thomas, please. Oh, I um, anyway, all I can see is the fingers. <laughs> 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 so we're not having a competition anymore. It's not bad for an Asian driver. I don't, I don't think we will have a competition on Vivino anymore. Okay. We're going to have to relook really for a different ways of doing it. Yeah. Because I, I personally believe that after so many competitions, and, and we, we may get crucified for this, but Vivino does not necessarily pick the nicest wine. Yeah. That That's Vivino, popular. Vivino is giving... Popularity uh, contest, like the election. It's how Donald Trump got voted in. Yeah, it's... um. Even the fellow that was at Liquorland yesterday, and he's pretty well up there with his wines. He was speaking language that There's I didn't no understand. And um, 
he uh, he was scanning these bottles and he's like this one this is an import this is an import and I was rating it like 3.4 and he's like there is no way and I said honestly this is what we use to rate it has to be off this base or or you know well, I, I think that my uh, I propose that the uh, next way of competition is that we're going to look for a uh, a uh, what is it one of these yeah. One of these wine uh, sommeliers expert, and they are going to be the one to score us. Okay. I That's think that that would be really better because, first of all, we'll have to go out there and do our own study and test and try. Yeah. And then those guys will be impartial. Okay. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think that's a great idea. Until then, Lou, I, I'm very, very sorry. You have to send us a, a but you also have to get a bottle for yourself. 300. $300 minimum. <laughs> okay. And then we can talk about all this. How, however, you know, I this subject, the, the subject of this week was really, uh, really tough because not not tough in 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 that it was the, the level of difficulty was there because there were so many answers. And and when I first I made the list of all the answers, and then I had to go, well, there's too many. You have to get it down to yeah. 20 and then 10 and then five and then see what, what they were. Yeah. But you know what? I wish when I was 18, I'd listen to a podcast like this because I'd go, okay, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. And then I can make up my mind. Yeah. The problem with a lot of 18 year old, which is the same thing with, with, with sex with our children, parents don't even tell, talk to them about it because mm -hmm. it's not something for us to talk to, to them about. And it, and, and, even though we might have a lot of great ideas about it, I don't know, maybe it is our mistake not to share with them about, all right, mm. what happens? Why should you do it? And, 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 and why is it special? And why is it not special? And, and I think that in many ways, I don't know whether 18 year old will understand it and whether 18 year old will listen to this, yeah? <laughs> Um, I mean, Cam's still not listening. So I don't have any good ideas about sex with my children, mate. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Please do not share it with your children. Uh, that's why I ask you, are they uh, listening? They're not they watching. That's what I said. I don't have any good ideas about it. No, but they shouldn't be doing it because they'd be trying with bottles and shit. I guess we don't want them to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> one of mine was going to be, don't drink so much, but then would, <laughs> they would have heard it from a podcast. <laughs> <one> <laughs> anyway, so because you are the lady of the house, Lou, we're going to finish with you this week. Oh. <laughs> Ten words. Oh, don't you won't be able to do it. Yeah. I bet you fifty bucks she can't oh, do it. I bet you. From don't, my gambling, don't, don't worry about the ten words, Lou. Finish the podcast. Oh, okay. oh, this is, you do this every week, Thomas. Don't listen to them. Okay. Okay. Well, what? Oh, look at Cam. He's giving us his fat neck. What a wonderful <laughs> surprise. That's a good day. Hey, hey, it's good he's giving you because his hairdresser is not a bad job. <laughs> Did you see it? That's the oh. scars on the back of his head. Cam, turn the hell around. Don't be such a pig. Anyway, I think at our 18-year-old self, I think... Um... Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. Well, are we being serious? Are we here to bloody be you serious? You had 10 words. I don't have 10 words. Fuck you, 10 words. I don't have 10 words. I have as many words as I want. I come up with a subject every week because you don't Stop have it. Stop stalling. Stop stalling. I 
I I have you put me on the spot. Give me time to think about it. Yeah, Jesus. So I think global warming. Okay. Anyway, so I think eighteen-year-old self. I think a lot of what we touched on. um, Feel the fear and do it anyway. I think trust yourself, trust your gut, back yourself. For for the women, know that you're enough and that you are enough and you will always be enough. You don't have to please anybody but yourself. Um, I think that um, respect your elders and don't take for granted the lessons that they can teach you and and the, the wisdom that they can pass on to you. I think as we get older, we and I'm guilty of it myself, we sort of assume that they'll always be there and they'll always be around. But, you know, one day you'll wake up and they won't be and you'll wish to God that you had more time just to pick their brain and learn what they knew and 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 share what they that what they experienced. I think that's that's the important thing. Um, you're not invincible. You don't you know, you don't, you only, it, that saying of you only live once is the biggest amount of bullshit I've ever heard. You only die once. You live every day and don't ever postpone your life because you're here today and gone tomorrow. And that's the reality. Live every day. And we, we say it in our network, full-time living, part-time working. And I think that's what we need to find the true balance in today's society with everything that we've gone through over the last few years, we've realized one thing that time is precious and family and friends and everybody else around us is precious and something can happen and that can change your whole life in terms of being able just to go to work or go to school or, or stay in a job that you love. And I think that's the important thing. Just be grateful and, um, cherish what you have because it may not be here tomorrow and that's my 10 words plus some thanks jesus kim christ. where's will smith when you know stop that? asking jesus christ All I'd like like to say is those bridges many many moons ago for everyone who's giving advice to an 18 year old remember that you're 18 <laughs> what are they are they your beer goggles <laughs> that was no, impressive sleep behind be during your wrap up <laughs> You know what though? Seriously, if you if you can't handle my answers, just turn the freaking podcast off. Seriously, okay, don't ask my answers. Don't ask for my advice if you don't want to listen to it. <laughs> we did it. Thomas did. The the problem, Lou, is that the, these men are jealous because they can't use that many words. No, you know what? I can sum up the whole thing in one sentence. If you no, advice no, no, one sentence will never make it. Anyway, thank you very much. I. <laughs> I know, you. Tough, you, I, I know it was a very tough subject this week. Not because it was tough, but because you have to rank them. Yeah. But I can guarantee you, any of our kids who are 18 or approaching, listening to this, can really make up their own mind because we're all unique. Therefore, the, the choice of, uh, of advice is a bit different. But the, the one thing I know is that the, the three of you guys are very serious about trying to provide the best advice to your own 18-year-old self. And so I know that the kids would, have, uh, would, would actually be able to find something really valuable for themselves, understanding that each self is unique. Therefore, the combination lock for advice is different from one person to the next. Thank you very much for today, guys. Stop.
Talk soon. Hey guys.